Peace. What's up? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Great. Yo. Mm-hmm. What's happening, man? <sighs> man. What's the okay. So, did you see the Rachel Dolezal documentary on Netflix? I can't. I can't bring myself to. to you know, I didn't watch it. Nicole did watch it. She turned. We turned it on. I fell asleep. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't do it. But Nicole watched it. You just got to watch it. You sound really upset about it, man. Listen, like you know how and okay, so you know how you really try to like, like when you don't, when I don't understand something, I'm really trying to find the information that I can get for me to understand, right? Mm -hmm. For Mm -hmm. me to get some type of reasoning, and then I feel comfortable about my decision of how I feel, right? Okay. But it was like, come on, give me something because and. So for those of you who don't know who Rachel Dolezal is, she uh, was the president of the NAACP in Spokane. She's the white girl that was going around talking about she was black. That went to Howard. Yes, was right. She went to Howard a couple years ago. Yeah, this was like what 2016. Yeah, and so she, you know, but it came out that you know she's white. Um, if you look at her, she was wearing a black woman wigs with the kinky hair and the, the tribal necklaces and out there screaming, you know, you know, protest. And finally, I mean, president of the NAACP. OK, OK. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get Nicole. And I would actually like to sit on the sidelines and listen to this conversation because I can't bring myself to watch it. But you both of y'all watched it. So as black yes. women, mm-hmm. I would definitely love to hear how you all feel about the show. So hold on a second, okay? Well, yeah, I'm glad because she can help. Like, she's really good with, with giving me, making me see things differently because I'm just, I'm living. You and your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nicole, you watched the, so so Lita and I have a podcast segment called Yo, Did You See? And both of you all saw the Rachel Dozar Netflix joint, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she wants to talk to you about it. Hi, Rita. Hey, and what's going on, Queen? Nothing. How are you? I'm I'm in my feelings, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> because, because, like, so, okay, so let me tell you how I felt initially. Like, when this happened, the story came out in 2016, I was like, yo, like, she straight up infiltrated the NAACP. Like, <laughs> what is going on? And that's literally, that's how I felt. I was like, how are you, quote, unquote, identifying as a race? And, like, like you, but you don't, but you can't understand or get begin to even talk about any of the struggles that we deal with as the as a black community like it really bothered me right mm-hmm. and so when I saw that the Netflix show like she had the documentary on Netflix I was like mm, okay let me step back because maybe there's something that I don't know you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like okay well, well, well let's get to it so I was okay, like, watching it. And I was like, mm, you know, family dynamic was kind of off until I got to the end. And it kind of made me mad. It, it, just, it just took me over the edge. I was like, you know what? F you. I'm done. Don't, I don't even want to hear your name ever again. So what about the end made you that mad? She changed. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. And and I'm I'm sorry, but not sorry. So she's going through this whole thing of I identify as black and then then um coined the term transracial. Like really? 
Like, come on, you've got to be kidding me. And so at the end, she she, she couldn't get a job. Nobody wanted to hire her. Um, she was doing hair to, to maintain the bills. You know, even her oldest son or both of her sons were just like, eh, Mom, you got to stop doing this stuff. Stop putting yourself in a limelight because you're making our lives worse you know like we have to deal with this too and then I'm it pushed me over the edge she's going through all of this it pushed me over the edge when she changed her name mm. she changed her name to Nkechi and then was saying whoa, it wrong whoa 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 and saying it wrong listen listen but that's hey, not the only thing Nkechi Diallo Diallo is oh, man <laughs> <laughs> she changed her name to Nkechi Diallo. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yes. <sighs> yes. And so to me, as I'm when it got to that part, it felt like I was. You remember the you remember the uh, movie Wrong Turn? Yeah. Like you know how it was like oh like oh snap like this family is a bunch of incest and like you didn't see it in the beginning but it was like damn that's crazy like. I felt like that when she did it. It was like, oh my gosh, like she has multiple personality disorder. You know? <laughs> like this is this is a this is not a a um identity like this is not a this is not a racial issue, this right? Is not a, I, I identify this is a psychological know, problem that she has. You got a problem. Absolutely. I think that's the realization I came to watching the documentary. Like hearing about what was happening in her family, I think that she was she was trying so hard to detach from her parents. The only other thing she knew was black people. They lived out in the middle of nowhere, isolated completely. Her parents control everything. And that's the only other thing she had to latch on to. Yeah. And so then learning about black culture and the oppressiveness that our people experience, she probably identified with that, to mm-hmm. be honest, just in the the universe of her house. Mm-hmm. And so she she sees black people as these long suffering, eventually triumphant people, and that's what she's trying to be just outside of her own household. That's the only other thing she knew. Mm-hmm. So no, I do not think uh, this is not an excuse for her. After she started to hear, and one of the questions that the documentary the the film the the woman who did the film at one point she at the beginning of the movie she asked her, well, who do you think are the gatekeepers of race, you know, who is, who, who is in charge of blackness. And at the end of the movie, the documentary lady asked her, well, I think just from hearing the community speak that they have spoken, I think black people are the gate people, <laughs> gatekeepers of, of blackness. Wouldn't you say so? And she couldn't answer the question. There's something truly wrong with her after hearing all of this, after seeing what her sons are suffering through, her oldest son just picked up and left the fucking country. Oh my god. Okay. I don't know if you guys heard. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> he just left. And she was like, you know, when you come back in December, he was like, if I come back if. in December. Exactly. He just picked up and left. Yo, what's you know, up? Her real son over there adopted. So he was her brother. Her, her parents, you gotta watch it. Her parents uh-huh. adopted all these black children. Okay. And mm-hmm. so technically he's her adopted brother, but she took custody of them when she left. Oh. Uh, yeah. Which makes it even more weird. She calls him her son, right? She calls him her son. Mm-hmm. So I think something's truly wrong. Do they call her mom? Unfortunately, yeah. Oh, wow. That's. Yeah. But the, her, she had her brother who she had custody of. He was older. He was about to go to college, college age. 
but then she has a biological son who was 12 when the documentary started and mm-hmm. then in the midst of the documentary she was pregnant and had another son by the time it was over Does she have a have a son's by black oh, man. man oh yes. man this is so deep uh-huh. isn't it so how do how do the black dudes feel about like are they in the documentary at all like well like so the, she talks the, about the father she... of her ch- children yeah, so she talks about her her biological son's her oldest biological son's father and how she was in an unhappy marriage for five years. Like he didn't like any of the stuff that she was doing. She was like, you know, he didn't like the fact that you know I wore my hair in braids and um, I would wear dashikis and stuff on campus and like, <laughs> like he didn't like any of that stuff. And so you know, it just I was just in an unhappy marriage. And so as I like, if now that I'm reflecting on what she said about that and getting to the end where I understand that you have a mental disorder. This is not, this has nothing. You have an identity issue because you can't find, you can't seem to find like be honest about who you truly are and be okay with who you truly are. So you're trying to find something to give you, to give you grounds of just life and just existence. But like, but as I'm reflecting and going back to, what she said about the father, I was like, I'll bet y'all be the same way. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, take that shit off. <laughs> like, no. No, but here's the other thing though. I would be fine with it as a black woman if you like, if you were just you, you don't gotta look like me to do the work that you do. Facts. Matter of fact, it's okay to be an ally. It's okay, it's okay to be an ally. Like, I'm cool with that. You don't have to look like me. Matter of fact, in this country. You get more work done than I would. I think that she um what am I trying to say here? I don't I I think what disturbed me more is not even that she did it. Like, okay, you did it. That's that at, at a certain point it's flattering. Like, oh, they want to be us now, finally, like 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 legitimately take on the struggle too, because that's what she was trying to do. Also, was take on the struggle. You know, it wasn't a Kim Kardashian situation where she's just putting us on to be trendy she was trying to like really do some stuff but at the point when all black women say to you no you know that's not okay if she Mm -hmm. had said like oh you know what my bad (laughs) you know I didn't realize it I come from this small middle of nowhere space where you know none of this stuff was taught to me I'm sorry and then we were able to move on from there I think that would be okay, but what's disturbing to me is that she does not think that this is wrong. That's the white privilege in her. She, she can't not. let go of the fact that this is not okay. Is. But I think I, I do, like on our end, the way we see it, yes, I do think it's the ultimate white privilege, but to be honest, I think her childhood might have just been that traumatizing. I think so too. And that that's is, why I said this is a psychological problem. Yeah, it's, it's just a trauma thing. Because and catchy Diallo sounds like, <laughs> um, listen, I was black, but I'm watch out. I'm gonna out. try to get the blackest name. With Diallo, you better watch out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I felt like she's just, I won't be surprised if next thing you know, she is fighting the struggle of, of Mexicans in America. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know what I mean? I'm just saying, sounds, sounds like a transition to me, but whatever. What? Even, the, oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Even the name of her like hairstyling business is like ethnic hair or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. When I saw that poster <laughs> on her wall, 
I was just so irritated. Like, that's the best you can do. That's, that's, that's how you going to be black. That's your black. <laughs> that's your shade of black. But you know what is dope about her, though? Her artwork was yeah, amazing. it was beautiful. That, yeah. And I was like, why not? Why not do that? Why not try to tell your story through your art? Like, out of all this other stuff that you're trying to do, it's not speaking volumes, but more, you can probably get more people to understand where you're coming from through your art. Because, I mean, it was like, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And you could feel that her soul was in that. And I do appreciate that. But that's what I'm saying. That's why a lot of people who are creative geniuses have issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very and true. I, I think she just needs counsel. Like, if she were able to sit down with both white and black mental health professionals who take their job seriously, I think she needs help. Mm-hmm. You know, I do, too. It's interesting, too, because, you know, with this being Mother's Day today, um, it really goes to show the importance of parenting. And not only that, the tribe you have around you, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, because... For her to go this far with it, because she got friends too. I, I, you know, I was awake long enough to see the the black homegirl she got, right? And and like nobody, nobody's like, yo, fam, maybe you should go see somebody. Well, you should. You have to watch it because some of the people in her lives, no, all of them were like, I had my questions mm-hmm. in the very beginning when we met. I had my my reservations, but she was fighting so hard for the cause, basically. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, I was like, I pushed that to the side. Man, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I definitely would have been the guy at the NAACP meetings like, um, Nicole, does nobody recognize that this is a white woman? <laughs> <laughs> nobody's going to tell her? Nobody's going to tell her. We just gonna we just going to let it rock out like everything's cool? That's what we're doing out here? Okay, I'm going to move to another chapter. Because when this all comes to a head, I don't want to be anywhere around it. <laughs> I don't want her one homegirl told her she needed to move to Mars. I, she's like, I, I don't. Yeah, she, she did. <laughs> what? You're not a good friend at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you know, Elon Musk is trying to make this move to Mars. You probably signed up to be the first one. To yeah, just go. You just <laughs> so go messed first. up. yeah so i i was i'm telling you i was i was really searching for understanding i was because i knew how i felt when it all happened two years ago Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and i was like well maybe there's a story that hasn't been told and there's information that i don't know that i'm trying to understand and yeah nope Mm -mm. can i can i ask do you wish you got that time back (laughs) Uh, no, actually, no. To be honest, like I, I don't, yeah. I don't. I think, I think. To, well, I will say this: after watching a lot of this, um, you know, because Derek, you and I had a conversation about identity, people identifying as certain things. We had that conversation yesterday, mm-hmm. and the more and more I keep thinking about it, I really think it's some type of psychological psychological i don't I hate to call it a disorder but like if there's something psychologically like 
have something's happening psychologically for you to be like oh I identify as so and so I mean it's just like this is it like a commitment thing because you know now you have oh it's a vegetarian but now I'm a flexitarian now I'm a pescatarian like a flexitarian doc like you're normal you just eat everything (laughs) like I don't I don't understand the the terms I don't understand the labels and you know (laughs) (laughs) flexitarian means yeah, sometimes I want to eat meat. Sometimes I just want to eat vegetables. Sometimes yeah, I don't want like, to eat anything. Like, yeah, that's normal, fam. Like, what are we talking about? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You know, it's so, I'm really trying to. I'm trying to. Oh, I'm, I'm pansexual was the newest term that I heard, and I was like, what is that? I'm I like, means you love anything, right? Which, which I, I understand and I get it now, but I'm just like, well, how? Can't anybody like why did what what's the label for? What's the term for? Well I don't I don't know. I just I didn't get it. And I still don't and I realize that this country is going to shit. <laughs> <laughs> like there doesn't have to be like norms there, but people are putting so many labels on things to justify the things that they're doing. You get what I'm saying? And it bothers me. It's like, yo, listen. You doing what you do. You got one. You got your own God to answer to. Like it is what it is. But to try to make all these changes to other people to 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 other people's lives, so you feel comfortable. Like that bothers me. Yeah. That that annoys me. And so I just uh, it's just a lot. So I just realized that you know mental health, mental illness is running rampant in this country. It really is, and nobody's really addressing it. Like, I hear people talk about that all the time. Like, well, it's mental illness, and no one wants to have a conversation about it. <laughs> These different labels on what it is to make it okay. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, there's a lot that goes with it. Like I was saying earlier, you know, parenting and and the raising of, of our children uh, becomes, I mean, it's always been important. But now in this day and age, with us being in the digital age and the internet being so pervasive in our lives, and and see the thing is, people have way more than just a glimpse of what your life really is about because you know before, when we lived in the analog world <laughs> back in the '80s, you know, because we all three of us could actually talk about that. You know, mm-hmm. you knew what what I told you, and that was right. that. Unless you were with me every single day, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But now because we share and overshare so much. You, you got this situation where now there's different camps that that you can quote unquote belong to because the internet categorizes everything. Mm. So we end up categorizing ourselves, right? And then you add on top of that, um, that this un, unfiltered uh, or I guess unmonitored way of going about that uh, where where uh, the parents are entrapped in it as well as the children, like you know, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Now we 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 talk about this type of stuff all the time, and always mindful of like what the kids are doing on the internet, what we're doing on the internet, you know, um, how we're raising them, making sure they get out, making sure they're active. Nicole is always on top of the, of making sure Avery is into something, whether it be dance, whether it be soccer, like getting her out of the house to actually be be a part of the world outside of the digital world you know what i'm saying um mm-hmm. and i'm not saying it's only that but but i know that a lot of that has to do with it because when you think about how we came up versus how they're coming up um you know you add to that also 
the participation awards, so everybody's a winner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that, that all that stuff comes into play because when you start going into the real world, uh, that's not how it works. Like you're yeah. not always a winner. Sometimes somebody's got to lose. Do you think though, as this generation becomes the leaders in this space, it's gonna shift to that type of culture <sighs> all around? You know what I mean? I I it's think. Gonna, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? In this moment right here, and it may be because of something that I don't know if I can name. I see what the old guard is afraid of. What do you mean? As our kids and this generation kind of under us grows up and takes on being in charge of the society, it, everything may just flip to something that we don't, don't know. even recognize. But see, that's that's where we're. That's why we're so important. I've been I've been saying this for years. You know, I, I call it call us the bridge. But we are the ones who understand the old world and the new world. And mm. so we have to be stewards of, of the movement from one way. It's not going to be the same as it was. I, I don't think we should even try to make it the same as it was, but we should make it responsible. Mm-hmm. We have to be the ones to put the safeguards and the, and the, and the, and the um, protections, you know, to protect us from ourselves. Because if we don't, like, like our children have no idea what it was like. Mm-hmm. Everything they read and see is either through a, the internet or a book. Yeah, as far as history they, is concerned. You know what I'm saying? Changing the history to make it so watered down so they can take it. I yeah. mean, as as simple as rappers who have no idea who Biggie Smalls is or, or, mm-hmm. or even listen to the music all the way to our children who are reading books that, that just mention slavery like it really wasn't that of a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> There's so much that we have a responsible to responsibility to making sure um, is understood and and the power that they have as they move into the into the world. So, you know, I, we we could talk about that all day, man. Uh, but I always I always put the onus on on folks my age, the millennials and the zennials, like the ones who grew up, not even the millennials, really, like folks folks my age for real for real. You and Lita included, Nicole, like. We have a task. We have a task to do to steward this new world that's coming about. I'm not a millennial. You're a zennial. I'm a unicorn. You are a unicorn. So mad, and I always have the preference. Wait a second. I am part of the first ten years of this millennial. You're generation. absolutely right. You are. You are. And <laughs> which makes it. Which means that we're the leaders. Right. You see what I'm saying? So. Yeah. That's tough, though. Uh, it's tough because because I like you said we we understand what the old world looks like I don't to me me personally I don't like I don't want it to be the old world still you know I understand that there needs to be changes that that need to happen and things are going to look totally different I just I guess I'm trying to like grasp how different it's going to get because of some of this stuff, I don't, I don't say I won't agree with, but it's, it's, it doesn't really make any sense to me. And this is what I said, even just watching the, the documentary, I was like, I'm looking for understanding. And I think I keep looking for understanding and all these different things that are happening, like the transgender, the this, the that, the, you know, all these different terms and labels they're putting on things to make mm-hmm. society um, livable for quote unquote everyone. Like, 
I'm still looking for understanding. Like, why why do I need to have, why do I need a bathroom sign that looks like half a man and half a woman? Does it really? Why can't it just say restroom? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. like, it's, it's stuff like that I'm still trying to find understanding to, which partly makes me feel like I'm not... Like, oh, I'm I, I'm identifying as an old white conservative. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that's not the case. That's not the case. But but it is important. It's, it is important to engage in those discussions, though, like and ask questions to really yeah. seek understanding. You know what I mean? I mean, that's why that's the reason why I was at the thing I was at yesterday. Like, I could have easily not been there. Like, there, there really wasn't any value for me personally. But I think in engaging in the conversation, I think there's value for what we're creating, you know, to make sure that all opinions and thought processes to these things are included. And if we don't show up and if we're not uh, uh, being, you know, presenting ourselves in these conversations and discussions and leading and teaching and influencing, you know, what I mean, then the world is going to be whatever it wants to be without us. So. Well, this is going to be interesting. Indeed. But. If y'all haven't seen the documentary, just check it out. I mean, I got, like I said, spoiler alert. I'm sorry. I got to the end and was like, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) The way I felt stands and it's going to stand. So F you, Rachel. (laughs) Whatever your name is. (laughs) And catchy. And catchy. I think I'm over here on that one. I'm definitely not going to watch that. I'm not going to do it. But we got to get back up, these because there's a couple of things. Like, did you did you see uh, did you see Dear White People yet? Oh man, finally finished. Oh, we got to get back on a little later and and actually do that one. Uh, What else has come on? Have you seen all the Kanye stuff that was going on last week? Did we talk about that? We 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 briefly did, but you got to the point where it's like, listen, I'm not giving Kanye any more of my time. Facts. I did do that. I did. I, I did cancel that guy. I was like, "Yo, this is too much. This guy's doing much." Oh, oh, wait. Did you see? Did you see? This is America. Donald Glover's doing his his video. No. Oh, yes, the video. Yeah, I did. See. We, all right, so we're gonna have to get back and do those episodes too, fam. We gotta come back and do that. And the red table talk. I thought that right. was right. Oh gosh. Listen, that's good. Okay. I was like, "Wow, this is great." We got work Maybe. to do, fam. I've been part of a blended family my entire life. Didn't even really recognize it. Facts. Facts. Yeah, it's so crazy, actually, because you said to me yesterday, um, and we'll, we'll, I guess we'll talk about it in an episode, but you said, yeah, you know, all my brothers have taken on kids that are not there. I said, no, I didn't. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, it's like, no, that's my child. That's mine. This is my brother. That's my sister. What you talk about? Facts. And, facts. Facts. In the room, they talk about blended families. I'm like, mm, that ain't me. I don't know, about <laughs> and it sure is so crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll get up on that though. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. All right, so, I hope you enjoyed this one, folks. I, I, I uh, I'm glad I didn't see this one, but uh, <laughs> thank you, Nicole, for featuring on this show to actually fill in the gap. Yes, thanks, Queen. You're the best. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and happy Mother's Day. Thank you, Viva. Yeah, to everybody. Happy Mother's Day. All right. All right, we'll talk to you later.